Hello, agents. Hello, trainers, keepers, pilots, eighth wallers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Welcome to episode number 87 of the Wayspotters podcast. Can you believe it's 87 episodes, Chris? 87. That's crazy. It's so good. The music wanted to play twice. <laughs> Wayspotters is brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. And today is Friday, September the 15th. 2023 and we're happy to be here with you today join with me always is chris how you doing man i'm good man how are you doing good 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 hey i forgot to say something last week i think i did um when you and i were in new york we went to the 9-11 memorial and we talked about how powerful that was uh september 11th just passed it was in between episodes but um we'd both be remiss if we didn't you know, give a shout out to the people who, uh, the heroes and all the people who unfortunately didn't make it and having a chance to go see that for the first time was really powerful. So, um, if we didn't say anything last week, we want to make sure we give a tip of the cap to September 11th and all the people that were affected. So wanted to say that first. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to all the first responders and uh, anybody who lost loved ones. And uh, seeing that firehouse right across the street, like, really made it hit home that there was, like, a firehouse right there. Like, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, well, for something a little bit lighter, Chris, are you ready for this week's movie quote? Oh, what do you got for us this week? You coerce the doctor. Consider yourself in contempt. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. <laughs> Do you guys know the movie? That's a great movie, isn't it, Chris? It is a good movie. You, you delivered that line pretty well. So you're probably wondering, as you do every time there's a Jamal show, what the heck this has to do with Wayfair? Well, I'll tell you. Some of you don't want to hear the truth, but you're entitled to it. Like, shopping plazas are eligible. But first, but first, we have a little Wayfair news. Chris? Yes, we do. We interrupt this podcast to bring you breaking Wayfair news. All right, seconds after, like almost literally seconds after we finished recording this episode that you're listening to right now, Niantic dropped a bombshell on us, and they've released their new Wayfair Abuse Enforcement Ladder. So we're going to go over that real quick. I want to read Tentino's post to you in the Wayfair forum. I'll post a link to it in the show notes. It's good. It's just so good. I can't not read the whole thing. Hello Explorers, as you know, these last couple of months, the Wayfarer team, our ambassadors, along with many others from across Niantic, have been working hard to understand and combat ways in which bad actors abuse Wayfarer. These types of abuse can take form take form in many ways of low quality contributions, review rings, and many other ways. The Wayfarer map and the Explorer community shapes the game board for every part of the Niantic ecosystem which is why we invite only dedicated players to this community. Bad actors can negatively influence the map across many of our products, and such abuse in Wayfarer will be taken very seriously. This is why we want to announce our new Wayfarer Abuse Enforcement Ladder. This ladder will be utilized whenever we come across any form of abuse and illustrate the steps 
we will take to both warn the offender, suspend the offender, and introduce official suspension appeal process for overturning what could be a wrongful suspension. So that's so now for the, that. yeah, that's big. So now for the actual policy. For the purposes of this policy, we define abuse as behaviors that violate the Niantic Terms of Service and Player Guidelines, such as, and this is not an exhaustive example, submitting fake data to the Niantic map, promoting hateful or harmful content, assessing Wayfarer client or backends in unauthorized manners, including through the use of third-party software or add-ons, for each latter step you will be notified by email notifying you that your accounts have been suspended so chris you want to take ladder one so ladder one is just a warning you'll get an email that says hey we've detected or we figured out that you are abusing the wayfair system in some way and slap please stop now it starts to get good ladder step number two is a 30-day suspension you will be suspended from all of our games and from Wayfair for a duration of 30 days. So again, you'll get an email, but the important thing to note, to note here is it's not just Wayfair, it's all of the Niantic games. Yeah, yeah. So ladder step three is a 90 day suspension. Be suspended from all of our games and from Wayfair for a duration of 90 days. Now, now there's a fourth step. And before Jamal gets to the fourth step, uh, for each of the previous three steps, if you keep your nose clean for a full year, your slate will be wiped clean and past punishments will not be counted towards further punishment progression. This does not this does not apply. If you get to point to step four, it's thermonuclear. And right. you can't come back from this. Now, you might ask, what is step four? Step four is a 10-year suspension. That's right be suspended from all of our games and from Wayfair for a duration of 3,650 days. Wow. Wow. Chris, I don't even know what to say about that. That is a long time. Considering I have my daughter is 10 years old, if I go back and think about when she was born, that's a long time, Chris. Yes. I originally thought it was a typo, but it is not a typo. It is 10 years. So more of the story is, uh, we, we talked about this, man. I tell you, they're listening to us. We talked about this three years ago that they mm -hmm. didn't have a formal policy and they didn't have to follow Pokemon Go's policy. But I think this is good. Now the landscape has been laid. People know what they need to do. And my message to people is just don't cheat. Just don't do it. You don't have to yep. worry about this. Yep. 100%. Right? Don't yep. abuse the system. And if, if for whatever reason you get that warning email, you better take it seriously. Take it seriously. Figure out what don't you're doing wrong. with it. Yep. We'll mess around. All right. Should we get everybody back to the regular podcast now and hear from our friend I, Testone with the regular news? I think we should. All right. Thank you very much, Testone. We'll send you back to the regular podcast. And now, the latest Niantic news from the Wayspotters podcast presented by the Pokemon Professor Network. All right. So, a couple of uh, notes from last week. Last week we talked about the Wayfarer challenge and how there isn't hasn't been one announced and we we're kind of waiting for one. Um, AS Fernandez posted a tweet saying they're working on it and they wanted to make sure it's ready before they do another one. So that's great. We, you know, we, we talked about it last week and I I think we mentioned yeah. that that was probably the reason yeah. that it hadn't happened yet. So it's nice to kind of get that confirmation. Um, better to have it unofficial because yeah, better to have it fully fleshed out than broken. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So shout out to the Wayfarer team and the ambassadors for their attention to detail and commitment to ensuring Wayfarer is as bug free and as seamless as possible. We definitely greatly appreciate it. And we yeah. will stop bugging you until it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw that um, tweet and I was like, ooh, that yeah. felt a little personal. Ooh. Like that came out like <laughs> 10 hours after the episode dropped. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. You heard us. And, all right. Okay. I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure we're not the only ones who are mentioning it, but right. it might have been what prompted the tweet. But anyway, um, uh, also from last week, military bases. We talked about military bases. Wood was Wolf confirmed that if something is tagged as a military base in OpenStreetMaps, it will 100% block spawns in Pogo. And Nianta confirmed, I can't remember the exact date, but they did say officially that anything on a military base that it would otherwise be eligible. So playgrounds, dog parks, memorial parks that are not on a restricted part of the base are eligible. Oh, that's so good think, could I bring, if like if I'm, if you're a military member, could I bring my grandma to this part of the base? Right. Yes. Yes. Then gotcha. you can nominate stuff there. But if it's like a restricted area that you have to have a military badge to go on, that's, that's a no-go zone. That's good. So. That's really good. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I love our community. I love that people like, in our new episode discussion, when yep. we drop it, like yes. they, they jumped right in and they were like, people are quick to like, to educate me. I love that. I just like, yes, that's I, great. I just run it's my fantastic. mouth and I'm wrong. And people are like, well, did you read this? Did you see this? And when Woodwolf's Wolf says something, when Daniel talks, I listen. So he's the OSM yeah. expert. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And last bit, I think, and this is anecdotal at best, so I would love to hear from members of the community about what you've seen in the last little while. Appeals seem to be moving much, much quicker. I've gotten two back this week. Wow. Okay. So I got my March and my April appeals back both this week. Both of them got approved because whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so it, they seem to be moving a lot quicker. Because they should have been approved but, in the first place, right? Because they should have been approved in the first place. Exactly. I'm feeling a little spicy today. That all that a few good men's got me all riled up this morning. So, well, Chris, let's jump right into topic number one. We have to figure out a new sounder for topic number one and topic number two. I think we mm. need to work on that because they're, they're yep. good segments and they deserve their own sounder. So we'll have to work on that. But topic number one. So here's what I want to talk about today. And I'm not sure how much time this will take up, um, but let, let, let's do it. And this is something that um, I've been dipping my toes in the Facebook Wayfarer group recently. And this topic has come up and I jumped into the fray. So there was a, a person in the Facebook group who tagged me and said, hey, Jamal, can shopping plazas be a topic of discussion on the podcast? Um, and I responded to the person, first of all, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. And of course, uh, shopping plazas can be a discussion on the podcast. Now, they put this on there. This was a this was before New York. It was maybe in a little, yeah. a little bit, two or three weeks before New York. We just had to figure out a way to work it in. But Chris, I want to jump into this, and I'm pretty passionate about this one. And I, I really don't know why. Um, I don't really have any direct connection to shopping plazas other than I can fill out a lot of sales around my house and around my neighborhood, or around mm. my play areas. And the more I think about it, the more I think like these are great places to gather. Like if you look at the stores that are in shopping plazas, these are places where people go to get exercise. I see people routinely walking around yep. these places. It's a place to gather. Um, it's a place to socialize. And, and I mean, it, it, it meets 
at least two out of three of the criteria. I could argue for the third, but I can definitely back up two out of the three of the criteria. So what I wanted to do, Chris, is I wanted to bring up on the screen for the YouTube video people, and we'll read it for the audio, um, the guidance from Tintino. Um, and hold on a second here. Let me bring this up on the screen. All right. So I wanted to bring this up. And this is from the uh, from the AMA that asked me anything. And it's under the bonus criteria section. And it reads, parks and plazas. Parks and plazas are a great place to host local culture and can be a place to socialize, exercise, and explore. Check below from a, for some additional context regarding parks and plazas. Large shopping centers or strip mall can be cultural hubs. Even outlet stores can be likened to a tourist destination. People flock hours away for weekend trips to these locations, giving regional recognition. Some strip malls contain outdoor plazas or local businesses that might not just be visually unique or interesting enough on their own. However, as a collection, they are in an interesting place to visit or socialize with others. A single fast food restaurant, for instance, may rarely be eligible, but if there's a strip mall that features one or more establishments that draws crowds, then the plaza sign should be an adequate nomination. So that is straight from the mouth and fingers of Niantic and Tintino and group. Before we go any further, Chris, tell me your thoughts on the guidance we were given from Niantic. I love it. I have thought that shopping centers and strip plazas and stuff like that have been should have been eligible for a very long time for for all of the reasons that he mentioned, right? You have like the local mall here. If you go an hour, they open it up an hour and a half before the mall it actually stores open so that the the mall walking groups can do their tours, right? So yes. there you go. You have people who are getting exercise. Um I don't know how many times you see Groups of friends just kind of walking around, you know, shopping, hanging out, socializing. Yes. So I, I thought that they would. I was so happy when they finally clarified and said, yes, shopping malls are all eligible. That's- yeah. All right. So, Chris, what I want to do is, you know, from time to time, I, I like to go on Facebook. I like to go on Reddit. I like to go on mm-hmm. on X or Twitter, or the forum. I don't always participate, but I like to take a look at what they have. So what I want to bring up on the screen right now is um, a poll that was put up on on the Facebook group, on the Wayfair Global Reviewers Facebook group. And it reads, during the, t- during the criteria challenge from back in September 2022, Tintino confirmed shopping centers or strip malls can be eligible. Personally, I have a lot of mixed feelings when it comes to submitting them, and I wanted to see how people normally review. So it was, it was put to uh, a vote on Facebook, and there were four questions. Question number one, if they are pedestrian uh, accessible and the nomination does not meet any criteria, I, does not meet any rejection criteria, I will usually five star them. Question number two, I will automatically one star every shopping plaza. Question number three, I will usually three star them. And question number four, I do not come across them while reviewing. 
Now, what was funny about this is when I posted this in our in our little private chat, uh, you were like, "I'm what, what did you say?" <laughs> I, I said, "I want to smack everybody who voted. I will automatically one star every shopping plaza with a newspaper." It's like, no, <laughs> yes. no, bad no. doggy, bad doggy. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, there's been a lot of chatter on this. So, just for everyone's edification, that's my big word for the for the day. Ooh. Um, 69% of the voters voted for number one, that they would usually five-star them. 7% said they would automatically one-star. 9% said they would three-star. And 15% said they don't come across them when they are reviewing. So I say all that to say this, that it seems like in limited sample sizes, more people than not are following the guidance set out from Tintino and are voting to approve them. Now, it is something that I need to point out. Tintino did not say that these are 100% slam dunks. He said that they are adequate nominations, meaning you still have to use your kind of discerning eye. However, in my personal experience, I have found that most of mine get rejected and they get rejected for the silliest reasons even though they've had really good pedestrian access um, and, and everything. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring up a couple of um, pictures to show people what these look like. So we're going to bring up this first one here. And this one, what you're looking at is one that was approved. It was approved in Wayfair, and I cut out the person's name because I didn't get their permission to use their name. But what it's showing is it's showing um, a typical strip mall sign. It's got, you know, the the name of the strip mall at the top, and it's kind of a monolith for the people who are listening to the audio, kind of a monolith view. And it's got eight to ten different businesses on there. Uh, it's a really good picture. It's got really good blue background um, with the sky, and it shows a parking lot area in the back where you could obviously walk or park your car. Um, so what's your thought on this, Chris? Like, I, I can see this at some point being like a, a, a waste spot of the week. I mean, it's not the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, but it's, it's, it works. Yeah, no, that's a great picture. It's framed nicely. Um, and, and this, this little shopping center has got like a thrift store, which people gather in, uh, there's a jujitsu place. It's a, like a massage part of the grocery store. So it's got a lot of things that, that would allow people to congregate right so right. this is a good nomination for yep. me and places where people would go to be social and to exercise as well so mm -hmm. so i like it all right we'll go to the next one and the next one what you're looking at this is actually from pokemon go and this uh is uh the north northeast shopping center and this shows what it would look like when it's within the the photo frame and it's framed really nicely i mean you can't yeah, ask for a, a better frame they took a great picture and they really thought about what it was going to look like within pokemon go when they nominated it and again you've got a marshall's you've got a lytle you've got an ulta five below a sketchers infinity you've got a lot of things where people would go to congregate to be social uh you, i mean it it's it's Places like this, I go, like with my wife, we'll go and just kind of walk around and just kind of look and just kind of get some exercise on a weekend or whatever. Um, when you get into like outlet malls, those really should be slam dunks because those are 
all big mm-hmm. anchor stores where everybody goes. And I know that, um, you know, my wife works at an outlet store and people come from several hours away to come to shop at the outlet mall. So what's your thoughts on yep. this one? This is a good, that's another good one too. And yeah, you're right. This picture is framed beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Chuck E. Cheese in this plaza too, right? Like he Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, can't. Oh yeah, absolutely. Except Chuck E. Cheese's murder on my stomach. Other than that, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> I can't eat that feature yeah. anymore. I always I eat before I go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Now, their salad is banging, but I just can't do their pizza. Um, the next one we have is one that is... Um, I, I, I cropped off the name of this one also because it had the submitter's name on it. But this is another one. This is it, it goes along with what we say. So what you're looking at here, it's kind of the kind of sandstone color. Uh, it, it's topped by Goodwill. And, you know, it's got a few other things on it. Now, the reason I brought this one up is there's been some discussion on the actual businesses and the names that are within the shopping plaza. So this one has a uh, lingerie store and a CBD store in the shopping plaza. And I wanted to get your kind of hot take, quick, th- quick thoughts on if you think that would make that ineligible or would it still be eligible on its face? I think it's still eligible. I mean, if it was like a shopping plaza that had nothing but stores like that, then then sure. Then if you've got like every single store in the list is something that would be otherwise ineligible as like location inappropriate, then 100%. But this has got a restaurant in it, like a nail place. Yeah, that's goodwill. It's yeah, got, a, it's got more also. more yeah. things that, that are not inappropriate that are. Right. So it's fine for me. Yep. Right? Good. Good deal. Good deal. And then one last one is from someone who sent me a copy of their Wayfair uh, screen. And thank you for this. And again, I took out all of your uh, personal information because you didn't give me permission, but it's just uh, a person who reached out and showed their screen um, with three that were accepted and they were all naturals. They didn't have to use any upgrades, which makes me insanely jealous, but here we are um, of three shopping plazas that were approved. So um, this goes to show that there are people out in the community that are approving shopping plazas. Um, I've had, to go through i've had more not go through uh, and i'm going to resubmit i'm just kind of waiting for the climate to kind of change and i'm hoping Mm -hmm. that maybe by us talking about it and getting some conversation going that people will want to re-engage and kind of reinvigorate the conversation and if people believe that they are not eligible i would love to know why so this is one that like for everybody listening and watching right now, like I would really love for you guys to hit us on Twitter. I'm still going to call it Twitter. I'm not going to call it X uh, at yep. Wayspotters or send us an email at Wayspotters at PokemonProfessor.com or call the hotline 704-426-3710 and just kind of let us know if you are one-starring these, why are you one-starring these, even though we've got the guidance from Niantic that they should be at least three stars, if not four or five. But I would just like to know because places to gather can be more than just a park. Places to gather can be more than, you know, just the typical things that you think of. And 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 when we talked about being selfish, Chris, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm at the point now where in my city, in the areas that I play, I've gotten all of the low-hanging fruit. 
right? All the parks, all mm-hmm. the trail markers, all, you know, I'm, I'm to the point now where all of that stuff, I've got it in the game and I'm really looking for things that are true points of interest that people might not be thinking of. And when we get to submissions, like the one that we're showing on the screen right now, um, it's just another example of, of, of ways that you can further inv- invigorate the game. So what do you want to say about this one? So this is, this is the one that I put in. Um, there's somebody beat me to 95% of the, the plaza signs in my little area, but I managed to get this one through because they were, they had tried to get this through, but they kind of fudged the location a little bit to get into a new cell where I was more, it was too far away for me. Like right. it, was, it was, what's a, what's a several meters between friends versus <laughs> what's a few meters. So right. I put it where I put it and then mine got approved and then they, they appealed theirs and then their appeal came back as a duplicate and they were just like, what the heck? But <laughs> this is a brand new sign. Like they had just put this up when, right. when I went through, right. And like you can even see on this one, like it's, it's the nice blue sky background. It's yeah. a fairly modern looking shopping, but all of the spots haven't been filled up yet right, because the stores new. haven't put their, their things in there. Right. But there's like a restaurant, a library, um, a bunch of places in this one, right? And it's just these are great places to explore. They're great places to to socialize because you can gather with your family. You can take your kids out for a day. You can go, you know, just go walk around, and you don't even have to spend money. It's just a great right. place to to kind of get out, get some fresh air, and and I've said this before, and I'll say this again, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face. This this what we're doing as Wayfarers is we are curating. Niantic's map. We are yes. curating the lightship map for Absolutely. them. Right? And if they Absolutely. say, it's like if your boss says, I want you to do this. And you're like, I think that's stupid. I'm just going to do it this way. That's, that's not how it works. It's not how right? it works. Like, we are doing a service. Granted, we're doing it for free. Mm-hmm. But we're doing a service for Niantic. And the bonus is that we stuff in, in the games that we play. And it helps us they help us, but by we helping them, right? And if, if right. we have to abide by the rules that they put out. So if they're like, if it's got nice stores and it's got pedestrian access, then these things should be eligible. You shouldn't be out there going, I disagree with you. I will never, I will never five star, three star, <laughs> four star shopping mall. Screw right. you, Niantic. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. It's like, and, and there were several people, people get banned, right? Like, yeah. There were several people on the Facebook group that were like, no matter what, I'm always going to one star a um, yeah. a shopping mall. And I'm like, and I think I sent you, this was back in July. I sent you some back and forth where I sent that person a very pointed. Do you have that, that very first screenshot? I do. I, 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 I think I said something and I was like, did I go a little hard on that person? But <laughs> we'll pull this up. So this is what I said. Um, and I will read this for, uh, I, I will read this. So I, I said the person's name and I said, take a second and reread the criteria. These signs are illegal and acceptable in the game. If you, de- if you quote unquote, deny all shopping center signs, you are going against what Niantic's, you are going against what Niantic's guidelines are, and you will be possibly losing percentage towards your next upgrade. We all need to take a step back and put our personal bias to the side and follow the criteria. So these explorers who have made these nominations are treated fairly. 
So I try to be fairly diplomatic. I was going to go all trolly, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. And then the next comment was, can shopping plazas be a topic on the podcast? And I was like, okay, awesome. So that's why we're here. So um, like I said, I was trying to be diplomatic. And when people are just like, when people are so black and white, it just bothers me in any, like just in life in general. Like there's shades of gray like everywhere and if you see one and you don't think it's eligible then then do it but don't be that person that's like i one star this for everything my only exception is k through 12 like if it's k through 12 yeah it's a no-go yeah we can we we can we we could right here like go off on a tangent and start talking about k through 12 basketball courts but we'll try to stay on topic i do have thoughts on that Actually, I will go off on that on that tangent for a second, because that goes to what you were just talking about, about what Niantic asked us to do. They asked us to do K through 12. A lot of us disagreed with it, but we followed the rules. And now they're asking us not to do K through 12. And there was a K through 12 by my house, a basketball court that got removed. Somebody reported it and it got removed. I didn't report it because mm-hmm. I just don't have time for all that. But somebody reported it and it's no longer there. And it's the right thing to do. And nobody in the community is upset because... A lot of people didn't think it should be there in the first place, but they follow the rules. And that's the same thing I'm asking people to do with shopping center signs. And one quick story, Chris. So, you know, like I take my daughters out all the time and we'll go drive around and, you know, they always give me a hard time that I'll just like pull over random places and take a couple of pictures. So we did that with a couple of shopping center signs and we actually found a place where they have like these little mini cupcakes. And I never knew the store was there before. True story. Never knew the store was there before. And we took the picture and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, and we've gone back there a couple of times and got dessert and we've hung out. We've sat down, we've Mm -hmm. patronized the restaurant and it was a place for us to gather. And we would not have found it had I not made that nomination. So it works. Yep. Oh, it does. A hundred percent. Right. And you, you put this stuff in the game. Right. And these shopping mall ones will, will, encourage people to maybe go to malls that they never went to before right so you walk down there you spin the stop and you kind of look at the sign and go i'm gonna check that place out you go in there and you find a cute little restaurant right it's a place to take your kids or you find you know it's just it's promoting exploration which is what niantic is all about right and they know what they're doing they do (laughs) in person their map yeah, it's their it's their map. It's That's, their what it comes map. Down. That's what it comes down to. And yeah. for me, I am much more likely to patronize a restaurant if they have uh, a spinner that I can reach. I'm just absolutely like I'll go somewhere with my wife, and I don't tell her, but I'm like my go plus plus is like buzzing like crazy because we're sitting on a stop, and I'm like, yeah, let's go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, have another drink. Mm-hmm. We're good to go. We're good to go. Um, so, end of the day. Long story short. Um, long story short follow the criteria um shopping plazas are something that like i am actively like pulling the car over for and submitting shopping plazas i like i said i've gotten three Mm -hmm. or four maybe but there's like 10 others that have like not gone through which is super frustrating because it takes a long time for me to get anything through but i have some that i can't appeal and I'm just kind of waiting. 
someone posted an appeal in the Discord, and I'm like, ooh, okay, maybe I'll appeal this one. But um, we would love to hear everybody's feedback on this. I know some people in our community yeah. have some very strong feelings about this. Woodwo's Wolf was like, <laughs> tell me how it does these three criteria, and I'll, you know. Pr-. So, I mean, people have their, their own opinions, and I love that, and I love that. I just want yep. people in any, with any nomination, to have an open mind and to be able to read what the sub- submitter has put in there and be open to have their mind changed one way or the other if it fits. Yep. And th- there's been times when I've looked at a nomination when I was doing reviews and I'm like, I don't think this is eligible, but you know, I'm just going to go ahead and I'll find, I'll read your, your supporting information. And then I kind of read the supporting information. And I go, all right, you win. You sold yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's just, and, and look, and there's, there is in this a couple of people said this in the discord and I apologize. I don't remember exactly who it was, but there's just like, there are certain shopping mall signs that are kind of placed in spots that don't necessarily have very good pedestrian access. Right. And, yes. and I'm all for kind of looking past those ones and saying, okay, that one's not eligible. That one's not eligible. And like I said before, if it's a, like you have the, the shopping plazas here that are mostly industrial stores, right? Probably not a good place, right? Yep, it's just exactly. contractors go, right. they grab their stuff, they yep. leave, right? That's not yep. something that's eligible for me. Um, if it's got like a laundry store, a CBD place, and like a, a bail bondsman, that that's that's <laughs> not somewhere where people go and no, that's not a good place. <laughs> that's right? not where you want three locations that are inappropriate. That shopping mall is inappropriate. Yeah. Right. So we're not saying if it's a shopping mall, just blanket approve them, right? right? Use your discerning eye. Yep. Appreciate the nuance. Yes. But don't just look at a shopping mall and say no. Right. Right. That's because that's not how it works. Yep. Good. 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 Um, I I really want to hear what people think about this. Um, specifically the people that seven percent that said they just blanket one star. I'd love yeah. to know. Obviously, you probably don't have examples of what they were, but I'd just love to know. I would love for someone to call it and say, I one-star these every time, and here's why. We can have a dialogue. So, yep. Good good stuff, man. Let's, let's move on to topic number two. And for topic number two today, I wanted to kind of stay on this same vein of things that people, what I like to call iffy submissions, mm-hmm. and um, kind of talk about these for a quick second. So... When I say iffy submissions, I mean, so let me do this. Let me ask you this, Chris. I have 80 nominations. I've got 40 in Pogo. I've got 40 in Ingress. Jamal Harvey has personally not been shy about liberally using my nominations. Eh, this eh, maybe. All right, let's let's roll the dice. <laughs> roll the dice, right? <laughs> Um, when I started off, I was like, nope, this has got to be perfect. This is in this spot, blah, blah, blah. And then I was heartbroken if it was denied. Now I'm kind of like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it, you know? So something that might go through or in certain cases in some parts of the world, it does go through. And in other parts of the world, it won't go through some things that are eligible and go through in Charlotte, North Carolina might not go through in Oshawa. And yep. it definitely might not go through in Thailand or somewhere else like that. Or some of the things we saw in the Indonesian challenge, 
would never go through in my area. Like that would be like a one star overall. So I put together a list, Chris, of um, what I thought are iffy nominations. And by iffy means some people would say yes. Some people would say no. Some parts of the world, these are like slam dunks. And some parts of the world, these are like, I'm going to take away your Wayfair access and make you take the test again. <laughs> so I'm going to go over this list. They're not afraid to do. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm going to go over this list. And this is not a, a, a comprehensive list, but this is a list that I was thinking about and I kind of finalized it last night. And I, I'm going to go over it and I want, want you to kind of talk about it. So the first one is pools. Just pools in general. I'm not going to differentiate apartment, hotel, neighborhood, just pools. Neighborhood signs. Post boxes slash mailboxes in parentheses in the UK. Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Business park signs or business signs, restaurants, restaurant signs, crosses in a cemetery, not in a cemetery, dugouts on baseball fields, and finally, trees with signs. So not just a tree, but trees with signs. So I guess what I'm asking overall, are you a F the world or are you more targeted and careful? I'm more targeted and careful, but I'm getting to the point where I'm running out of targeted things in my area to nominate, and I might just start F the world and throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall and see what sticks. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, Um, I do. (sighs) Neighborhood signs. So I want to talk about neighborhood. Neighborhood signs are are a tough one. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can see both sides of that argument um i'm i'm more on the if it if it's a cool neighborhood sign 100 percent, right like it it looks interesting and if it's something that i look at it and stop and go wow that's cool sure but if it's just like welcome to you know 100 acres and it's just like a wooden sign yeah well to me that's not yeah i i get you i get you so I nominated a neighborhood sign and I'm not going to share it because there's some petty ass people out there. Um, (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to share it, but it was approved. And I want to read you what the um, description was and the supporting information. So if you were at this sign, then you were safe. This is home base for all the kids who are playing tag. Guess what? You're it run. That's the description. Very descriptive. That's a very small, very Jamal description. So the supporting information is visible from Google Maps. Uh, In uncertain times, you need a place to go when things fall apart. All the kids in the area know to come here when things are not safe and the parents will get them. So thanks for reviewing. So this neighborhood sign is where the bus picks up all the neighborhood kids. And it's well known by all the parents if you get lost or something happens, you go to the neighborhood sign and parents know if there's kids hanging out there to kind of stop and say, Hey, is everything okay? It's kind of like, I guess my, I guess every, you know, my family doesn't have one, but we should like if the fire alarm goes off or, or, or if something happens or if there's, you know, something happens, you have like a place that you go and you meet up like a meetup spot for this neighborhood. The sign is the place. So, while it can be considered an iffy location for the people who live in that neighborhood, it's 
something that's well known to them and it's the gathering spots where you it's where the parents pick up their kids from school and drop them off for the bus to pick them up so that has like value for that neighborhood versus just a regular neighborhood side so it took me four let's see here one two three it took me six times to get it through and on the seventh wow. nom- on the seventh nomination it went through Wow, that's dedication. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, well, I, may, I, mean, I, 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 I may or I may or may not be able to spin this at the end of my house street. So <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> that honestly, that description and that supporting information um sold me. Like that would that would sell me, right? And that's the perfect example of you gotta use your supporting information, your description wisely, right? Right. Um yeah, like I, I can see that both sides of that argument for the neighborhood sign. Like, if it's a culturally uh, significant location for your area, then 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Throw it in. Right. And that's something that, without the supporting information, someone wouldn't necessarily know that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for right. a lot of different nominations. But, anyways, so that that's neighborhood signs. I get what you're saying. If it's just like some wooden thing that says, like, welcome to Shady Acres, like, you know, what does that matter? Yeah. Now, the one that I wanted to get your opinion on, and we I think we talked about this in New York, graffiti. What's the mm. difference between graffiti and a mural? Oh, so that's a good one, right? And this is the, funny enough, that's the next one that I wanted to talk about, too. So we're on the same wavelength here. Okay. Um, <laughs> to me, there's a there's a big difference between like tag graffiti like i'm just using stylized letters to, to write my name on literally everything mm-hmm. um that's to me no right that's not that's not cool that's not unique that's not something that i'm interested in looking at that's not something that would draw the eye other than oh look there's more graffiti right but right there's there's a wall down the street from me that's been tagged by graffiti by a couple of different artists and it's been there forever, but it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, it used to be Mickey mouse mm-hmm. and then they've covered that up because like it was Mickey mouse for like 20 years and now it's something different, but it's like a beautiful like graffiti mural that the city just kind of turns a blind eye to it's stuff like that. Like if you've done something made like art with your graffiti, Mm-hmm. then I'm okay with it. Right? You said something there that I wanted to hit on. If the city is going to paint over it, then it's probably yeah. not eligible. And if the city is not going to paint over it, then it's good. I think to me, that's the distinction there. If, if the city crew walks by and go, you know what? Um, Yeah, that's yeah. going to stay. If it's like somebody tags like John was here or whatever their tag is and they come yeah. by and they paint over it, it's fine. But if somebody turns it into art, I'm fine with that. Um, I think that's probably cultural also. Um, yes. Because remember, we saw a lot of that in Spain. Yeah. Saw a yep. lot of it in Spain. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I can get behind this. Like, I, I can see how this works. Um, and then other people might not be that way but i could definitely get behind that yeah to me it's whether or not i can see it on street view is big because that means that it's been there long enough 
that it's it's been noticed enough that the right. city's kind of gone and go, okay, I'm not going to cover that up. But like, if someone paints a mural today, I'm not going to nominate it tomorrow because I want to see whether or not the city right. or the region is going to come and paint over it, or someone's going to complain and then it's going to be gone tomorrow. Exactly. Right? Like it's, exactly. It's, yep. It's got to have staying that. power. It's got to have staying power. Now, I want to go to the next one here, and this is one I know you are passionate about restaurant signs now mm. i know you're passionate about the restaurant but what about do you let me ask you this do you draw a distinction between the actual restaurant and the restaurant sign i've had several restaurant signs denied but then when i took the picture of just the restaurant it was approved so this is this is something that yeah, I I I love restaurants. Like, I, mm-hmm. it's yeah, no secret know. that I am. Yeah. Restaurants are good, right? <laughs> it's to me, it's you, you nominate the restaurant, not the sign. Okay, and and why? You could have that discussion that you could, like, maybe it's two separate things. To me, it's the same thing, right? It's mm-hmm. the sign for the restaurant. It's the restaurant. It's the sign. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I this is this is probably a hot take. Um, I'm not necessarily a big fan of church signs being eligible. Okay. Okay. Because it's the church is where you go to congregate and, and then socialize, not necessarily to me, it's you're, you're taking two different things that are, that are the same. I don't know how to describe this. Like it's the, so, the sign and the church are, are the same to me. It's a you know duplicate. What I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's right. A, so you know what? It's yeah. interesting. I didn't put that on the list because the way I look at it is I'm looking at it as like a spin and a gym. That's how, that's how I, I always do the do the dupe, the, the, you know, the, right. The duo. Yep. But it's interesting you say that because I've had some church signs be rejected as a duplicate and I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. But now that you say that I'm understanding why people see that as a duplicate, they're like, no, Jamal, the church and the sign are the same. The sign mm-hmm. is saying you're just at the church and there's the church. Just nominate the church and leave it alone. But I always yeah. try to do the church and the church sign. So that's very interesting. You say that like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I see that. It, it, it's interesting too. Sometimes I'll be doing my reviews and like, I'll get a, a, a review for a church sign, but like the church isn't a way spot. So I can tell that they're doing the sign first. Right. And then the church, because I think you're far more likely to get the church approved if the sign is a stop, yes. rather than getting the sign approved if the church, you know what I mean? Yes. So oh, no, that's kind of- that. That's what I do. That's my strategy. That that could have been mine, you know? And it that's, works. Yeah, that's exactly right? what I do. I'm very strategic when it comes to something like that. Uh, I'm not no, going to deny a church. Yeah. No, you're not going right? to deny if a church. I, I'm, right. I'm going to look at the sign and go, oh, all right, you know? Yeah. Sweet, sweet summer child. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go ahead and finish this. Wow. We, we spent a lot of time on, on, on this, but it's good. So um, crosses, do you think crosses are the same thing? Would you, would you deny a cross that's sitting in the yard of the church? Is that the same thing or is that different? To me, that's different because that is a separate entity that you could do a service around like you could have you could congregate around the cross and have a service at the cross or you could do like a ceremony at the cross you could do like a wedding at the cross Mm -hmm. um okay you could have like an outside funeral at the cross whereas you're not going to do that 
at the church sign. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Like the too. cross is a religious symbol. Yeah. That that you could kind yeah. of no, make no, an you, argument you, for. You, so. Just like you said, you sold me. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> that I mean, that makes really good sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the last two are, one is like personal to me and one like I, I can't get behind. Um, the one that's kind of personal to me is dugouts. So mm. I think I told you I found a new park, you know, 10 kilometers, 10 miles away from my house, whatever the case may be. And the park was like barren. And I went through and nominated a ton of stuff and got a ton of stuff approved. But all of the dugouts, I took a picture of the dugout at the softball field. And they all got denied. And I'm trying to figure out why would you deny the dugout at a softball field? And I didn't know if you were in with me. I, I think you're anti-dugout, and I just kind of want to know why. So this is the same thing that we were that I was mentioning before. To me, the dugout is part of the ball field. Okay. It's one entity. Um I can see if I could see the argument for like if you had like a dugout that had like a memorial plaque in it, mm -hmm. but otherwise, otherwise to me, it's just it's part of the ball field and it's all part of one entity, right? Like it's one gotcha. sports field. Gotcha. Right? It's it's the, to me, it's the same as nominating both goalposts on a soccer field. Oh, ooh. Wow, I feel so. very picked on right now. <laughs> wow. No, this is, this is, I think this is the first thing <laughs> that, that feels... we've disagreed on since I've come on the podcast. <laughs> that that felt intensely personal right there. <laughs> so I, I, I've never I've never nominated like both goalposts. Um, right. Okay. Oh, and that's, that's, and <laughs> yeah. I can I can yeah. make I, I understand the difference. Like the dugout, like it's if it's dug in and it's a separate entity, I could see how you could make an argument for that being like a separate entity, but to me, it's mm -hmm. just not right. So for me, so you probably know, you know, I'm a min max guy, right? So I yep. am uh, looking at it as how can I get as many things in this park as possible? So yep. I want to nominate the dugout because it's in a certain cell because I want to save something else for the other cell. So, and, th and that's kind of how I, I look at it. That's kind of how I look at everything is like, like I've got a blank canvas and how can I place these things on the map to maximize my self density? So, mm -hmm. and I needed the dugouts. I get it. You know, like I said, that's why I put it in the iffy category because I know most people feel kind of the way you feel that like, all right, you're, you're pushing it, buddy. Like this is part of the ball <laughs> field. Like, you know, it's like, don't nominate home plate. Don't nominate the pitcher's mound, you know, nominate the baseball field and nominate the mm -hmm. other baseball field so you know like i said i'm not opposed to getting my hand slapped and um <laughs> which is one reason why i don't use a lot of upgrades on those like i only use upgrades yeah. on like slam dunks now just because yeah. upgrades for me is so hard to get and i finally have three of them that like i'm not going to use it on a dugout when i know that like half the city is going to one star that as soon as they see it because they know it's me because i'm the only one nominating dugouts um, but anyways, so the last one, and I think we agree on this one. Maybe we do. We'll see. Trees with signs. I feel a certain kind of way about that. Ooh. So are we, are we talking like memorial signs or like no, nature signs? like spruce. Like it'll be oh. a tree and a little thing stuck in the ground and it just says like the, 
the etymology name or whatever it is. And it's right. I could even argue it's temporary that I could walk by and pick that thing up and throw it. You never know it, but let's just say it's permanent. Um, it just says like what the tree is and, you know, maybe, you know, you know, you know, just says what the tree is, what kind of tree it is, what family it comes from. I, I, I don't know if, I don't know about those. I, I, I tend to one star those. I'm okay with those. So here's, here's the line that I draw with those, right? If it's just, if it's a little sign that says spruce and it's got like the scientific name, no, that's not mm -hmm. enough for me. Right. But if it's got like a little bit of, of scientific information or like nature information about the tree and it's something that you could stop um like with so there's some in the park down by my house I, mm -hmm. but like we can stop and i can say i can read it or have my kids read it and they can learn something about that tree that i'm okay with right okay. but if it's just like spruce then then i it's, i'm not a big fan of those ones right to me it's got to be got to be something value added now, if it's talking about a group of trees, I'm okay, but it's just that one singular tree that has like a little fence around it. I I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And it's got the little, yep. like little placard, or even sometimes it's stuck in the tree. I'm just kind of like, you're nominating a tree. And like, we've been through this, like for the mm -hmm. last five years, like you can't nominate a damn tree. So I see people trying to get over on that. And then again, remember, I'm the what's a few meters between friends guy so i'm like the last person that should be talking about that but that's just one of those that's just it just doesn't pass a smell test for me yeah no i get that i can understand that so that's where i'm at so um that's what i have for the iffy nomination do you have any final words on that before we move on no i think we i think we covered that one pretty well okay all right so what i want to do now is i want to move on to our funny news story of the week all right. And um, <laughs> this funny news story of the week comes to us from the AP, uh, a writer named Josh Funk. I want to make sure we give him the credit. And it comes to us from Norfolk, Nebraska. Now, I'm going to bring up a picture. Oh, Nebraska. And oh, Nebraska, sweet summer child. Um, and I'm going to read this news story. This one is this is this is a classic. So <laughs> remember. <clears throat> A few weeks ago, we talked about that bull that was on the loose in, in Charlotte, where I live. And I've been thinking about that. Oh, they finally caught it. They caught it. Oh, nice. I was going to yeah, ask they, you. Yeah. They, yeah, they did catch it. It was it was on the loose for four days. I don't know how a 900-pound bull is on the loose in a major city for four days. Like, anyways, we can, we can get into that later. I want to talk about this. So we have the picture here. And what you guys are seeing for the people who are watching on YouTube, is a live bull with the horns and everything. And let me read this story to you. So, a car driving with a bull in it was pulled over by police in northeast Nebraska's biggest city. Don't worry, he didn't steer. That's good stuff right there. Uh, Norfolk Police Captain Chad Ryman said it didn't take long for officers to track down the modified Ford Crown Victoria sedan with a bull riding shotgun after a 911 call about it driving on the main highway entered the city of roughly 24,000 people Wednesday morning. We didn't have a full understanding of it until we saw it, Ryman said. The car that Lee Meyer has driven in parades across the area for years has half the windshield and half the roof removed to make room for the bull. The bull's name is Howdy Doody. How appropriate, how Nebraska. That's my editorial. 
uh, to ride along. Um, a yellow metal cattle cage serves as the passenger door, along allowing the Watusi bull to be tied up, and a set of longhorns long horns serve as the hood ornament. It wouldn't go far without being noticed, Ryman said. A video of the traffic stop shot by News Channel Nebraska quickly spread online. And I'll include um, the video on, in, in, the, in the show notes. On the side of Meyer's car from a parade in Burwell last, late, last month declared that Howdy Doody's eye-catching ride was judged the best car entry in Nebraska's big rodeo parade. I love Nebraska. Ryman said that Meyer told him that <laughs> when he went to the parade, he drove Howdy Doody in a proper trailer. So it wasn't clear why he decided to load the bull into his car and drive 36 miles from Knee to Norfolk. Ryman said Meyer wasn't headed to a parade Wednesday. Meyer didn't answer his home phone Thursday morning, and he couldn't be reached immediately for an explanation. But his wife Rhonda told the Norfolk radio station that shot the video of the traffic stop that Howdy Doody had been Meyer's friend and buddy ever since they got him eight or nine years ago. Video of Meyer driving Howdy Doody around can be found online from 2017 and 2019. Rhonda told US 92 that Lee thinks he's a movie star after the video of the traffic stop went viral, but that he's also a little bit shy. Meyer said Howdy Doody is like a member of the family, but she wasn't always wild about how much time her husband spent on the bull over the years. I have so many questions. The amount of money that he spent on the whole damn project between the car and the bull, I could have bought a brand new kitchen, Rhonda Meyer said. Ryman said they were clearly some traffic violations related to Meyer's car, but the officer let him off with a warning as long as he turned around and took Howdy Doody home. We've never dealt with anything like that before, Ryman said. So, Chris, bunch of bull or what? <laughs> I couldn't. I so this made the news up here. Okay, right. This I remember. (laughs) I was sitting at work, and this came up on the news. I just started howling. (laughs) Oh, I think my wife shared this to me with me before I we went to work that day too. So I've seen it a couple of times. This is hilarious. So I'll share the link to this. Go read it. Um, again, shout out to the AP writer, Mr. Joel or Josh Funk. Thank you for letting us share your news article. And um, Chris, without further ado, let's go ahead and go to break. Uh, we'll play some dad jokes and we'll come back and do uh, Waste Spot of the Week, Cold of the Week, and no bull. No bull. See you on the other side. <laughs> Get some better jokes already. It's season two. Dogs are not allowed to operate the MRI machine, but cat scan. Don't eat my cheese. That's nacho cheese. What did one monocle say to the other monocle? Let's meet up and make a spectacle out of ourselves. 
It's painful to say this, but I have a sore throat. A cheese exploded downtown. There's debris everywhere. What did one DNA molecule say to the other DNA molecule? How do these genes look like? I had a joke about boxing, but I forgot the punchline. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Waste Waters Podcast with Chris and Jamal. Thank you for joining. Hope you enjoyed the dad jokes. And we are going to go right into our Waste Spot of the Week. And we've got a really good Waste Spot of the Week this week. And it comes to us from friend of the show and Waste Spotter ambassador, Pokemon Trainer Jay. And this one, I'll take it, is called I Want My Time With You. And what you're looking at is, I'll read the description, an art installation at St. Pancras International Station by Tracy Tracy Eam. It was created between 2018 and 2020 by Eam to be ready for the 150th anniversary of St. Pancras International and the 250th anniversary of the Royal Academy. It is suspended directly below the iconic clock drawing your eye with the neon peak installation. So what you're looking at here for those on YouTube and for those on uh, audio, it's a sign with neon and it says, uh, I want my time with you. It's really cool. I'm guessing this looks really cool in person. The the, mm-hmm. the picture is, is taken from a wide angle. So my guess is that this thing is pretty wide and pretty long, probably the length of the train station. Um, but I thought this was awesome when I saw it. And it's always good to have a, an English uh, representation of the show. We haven't had one from England in a while. So, Chris, tell me your thoughts on this. This picture doesn't really do it justice from what I'm guessing it looks like in real life. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about yeah, that looks really, really cool at night when it's all lit up. Yeah, I bet um, it would yeah, be. it's a it's a beautiful art piece. Um it looks like it's really, really well done. And yep. I would I'm gonna we should get Pokemon Trainer Day to send us a picture of this when it's lit up at night. Yes. He's been very active in the Discord, so I think we yes, could probably yes. reach out to him and and he would gladly send us send it to us. So Trainer Jay, thank you very much. This is what we want to see. Now Chris, are you ready to go to what we don't want to see? Yes. I've been working on the Wayfair all the live long day. I've been working on the Wayfair just to pass the... Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hey, Jamal. I found some coal. All right. Coal of the week number one. So I'm going to take... I'm going to take this one, and I'll let you take the second one. This one is so good, right? Um, What you guys are looking at here is the title of this one is called Stephanie. And the picture of what you're looking at is a picture of Stephanie Tanner. If that name sounds familiar, it should. (laughs) If you didn't watch Full House... When it came out originally, you're too young to be anywhere near me because I watched Full House the (laughs) first time. My kids watched it the second time. But this is a picture of Stephanie Tanner, who I believe has gone on to do some kind of racy things in her 
once she mm. got over 18, she, yeah, we won't talk about that, but yeah, she mm. kind of did some things that might be on pay-per-view. Anyhow, the description says 1987 full house, 1988 full house, 1989 full house, 1990 full house, 1991, you guessed it, full house, yep. 1992 full house, 1993 full house. 1994. Guess what it says, Chris? Full house. Full house. Yeah. So um, (laughs) this is from someone in West Virginia. And the supporting photo is another screenshot of the TV. And it's a picture of Stephanie Tanner. It's the same picture, but from a different angle. It's like they paused the TV and took two different pictures. But she's making the same facial expression. And this was sent in to us by a friend of the show, Xander, who we met in... Uh, New York, and who's been a very mm-hmm. uh, active member in our Discord. So, Xander, I believe this is two weeks in a row. You have a call of the week, so keep sending those in. Uh, yeah. Love it. And the supporting information, and we're going to talk about supporting information in the next episode or so, how to use yeah. it, how not to use it. But the supporting information says, help people. <laughs> I don't know about this one, Chris. This is cool. I, I, I don't know if this is a joke or what. It, this is a very poor attempt to get a house stop, I think. Yes. Absolutely. A very poor attempt. Absolutely. All right, so definitely Cole of the Week. All right, let's go into Cole of the Week number two. I'll let you take this one. Cole of the Week number two comes to us from our executive producer, Kate the Cons. And it is a... Uh, it looks like a light installation, like a baseball diamond or uh, like a football field. So the picture is just the picture of a light stand. Um, it's blue, black. The sky looks great in the background. It looks really, really cool. Yeah, There's some does. trees in the background, and you can see a field. It, it's the the photo's taken a little bit far away, but like the title is Field Lights. And the description is a field light to keep the field lit at nighttime. You think that's lit as in like lit or as in like lit? Like, yeah, it's lit. (laughs) That is definitely not lit. (laughs) Um, It's just, I don't, I I understand trying to get as many way spots into the game as possible, but um, no. This oh. one gives me a headache. Yes, it gives me a headache. And there's there's no truth to the rumor that I only pick these coal of the week because they're going to make great shorts. There's no truth to that rumor at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Kate the Cons, for sending that over. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Kate the Cons, we, we shout out Kate every episode. She's our executive producer. We have a uh, admin chat with Kate, and Kate gives us a lot of really good ideas and mm. is famous for sending over like long Discord messages at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. when Chris is up and I'm asleep. Really good ideas. So we really appreciate you, Kate, for being our executive producer. Keep sending it over. And for everybody else, if you want to have your submission featured on Call of the Week, we're going to tell you how to do that here in a second. So, Chris... Before we sign off and let people get back to their Sunday, do you have anything you want to talk about? 
I think I'm good. I got a couple good ideas for next week. Um, we're yeah. going to talk about supporting information. So that's a little bit of a teaser. But other than that, yeah. Ooh, I, I like it. I like it. And we have a voicemail that we're going to play next week. Uh, we just couldn't mm. fit it in. We're running a little bit long. So um, I did it again. Someone called in uh, <laughs> to, to leave a voicemail. And I didn't look at the caller ID. And I answered the phone. And, and he was like, is this waste water? So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I answered the phone. We had a good conversation. He left a voicemail. It's about GBL. Uh, we just couldn't fit it in today, uh, but we'll we'll play the voicemail next week and um, send in your voicemails. But I'll go ahead and sign us off, and I'll get you guys back out to your Sunday. I know for those of us in the U.S., it is football season, and yes. um, I am going to be – I'm ready for football. Oh, dude. All right. The Panthers play on Monday night football. So if you guys are listening to this on Sunday, it hasn't happened yet. I'm a season ticket holder like you know. I'm going to be on the field holding the flag during the national anthem. I got picked. Nice. So my brother-in-law and I and the rest of the people that that we go with. So I'm going to be down on the field Monday night football. On the field like when we're doing the national anthem. That's awesome. So I'll take a bunch of pictures and then we'll share them on socials. Um, It's going to be a good time. So hopefully it's a good game. Anyhow. Oh, how how how, how many hockey games do you go to a year? Do you One know or two. Okay. It's right. tough to get Leafs right. tickets here. Like that's the the closest. It's really tough to get tickets. Is it? Is t- so Toronto would be the closest to you, right? Yes. Yeah. And then and then Ottawa. Okay. All right. Yeah. The Maple Leafs and the Senators. Is there a rivalry between the two? Is that the main? Is that their oh, main yeah. rivals? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're, well, I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan, and that's their big the Leafs' big big rival. But yeah. yeah, there's a bit of a rabble. Oh yeah, that's right. You you've got you've got the team with all the banners. You're like peasants. We've got 17, 17, <laughs> 17 18. Oh, 12. Oh, excuse me. All right, I discounted seven of them for you. He's like twenty four sucker. Get it right. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. So, thank you for listening to Waste Spotters. And remember, we can't have an episode of Waste Spotters without shouting out our executive producer Kate the Cons. You rock, as well as all of our other patrons. Um, we love you all. We couldn't do it without you. You guys help us keep sounding and looking good. So if you enjoy what you heard today, there's a couple of ways that you can tell us. So you can reach out to us on our Twitter, Wastebotters, on Twitter, or X, I guess I got, anyways, at Wastebotters. You can send us a message there. We're also on Instagram. And our Instagram is actually working now. We're actually posting on Instagram and we've been getting good responses on Instagram. And our Instagram is at Wastebotters Podcast. You can also reach us on TikTok at I Make Wastebots. And you guys have been great with TikTok. I think like it's our second biggest social is TikTok. Uh, so we really appreciate it. We try to be, be incredibly responsive and we love interacting with our listeners. Um, and a couple of our TikToks are still up over two, 3,000. We really appreciate it. Secondly, you can reach out to us on our website. You can go to wastebotters.com. From there, you can get links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, or you can send us an email, like a lot of people do, wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com. So some of you might be watching this on YouTube, and we really appreciate you. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, you have a chance to watch this on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash at Wastebotters Podcast, and you can see our pretty faces and see that we probably have faces for podcasts. But anyways, here we are. We're on YouTube. Third, for our American listeners, you can leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. 
doesn't have to be American listeners, just anyone who wants to dial an American phone number like someone did a couple of days ago, and I answered the phone. I promise I will look at the caller ID, and I won't answer the phone. You never know. Your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show, or you can send us a voicemail directly through X or Twitter or whatever the hell we're calling it these days. Now, Chris, we got a review last week, but again, we ran out of time. So we're going to read the review next week. And um, it was an awesome review. Remember, we're going to read any and all reviews, good or bad, because we really appreciate all your feedback. But if you would like to send us a review, go to your podcatcher that you're listening to us on, except for Spotify. Spotify does not allow you to leave a written review. But you can still leave a numeric review. Remember, five stars are the best stars. It helps off the show. But if you're on Google or if you are on um, Apple, you can leave a written review. And someone left us left us a written review, and we are going to show it and read it next week. So we would encourage you guys to go and do that. We really appreciate you and your support. And finally, if you are not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 U.S. a month. Now, Chris... Can you pull up that graphic so we can show people? Oh, yes. The different denominations there. Um, you'll have access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Waste Spotters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcast, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. So we always talk every week. That, you know, it's like $1 U.S., it's like $1.36 Canadian. Um, so we're going to go over here. We're going to show you a little graphic right here. And I put this together. Now, remember, these rates will change because the world currencies fluctuate. But let's see, $1.36 Canadian, $7.84 in Hong Kong, $1.56 in Australia, $0.79... Cents in the UK, that's pounds, uh, $16.76 in Mexico, and $10.68 in Norway. So in your local currency, you can join the Pokemon Professor Patreon, and you can come to our Monday night Zoom calls where we all sit around and shoot the breeze. It's a great time, and like I said, it's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. And with that, we look forward to you listening to us again next week. And I want to thank you guys individually and collectively for listening to the Spotters podcast. And remember, what's a few meters between friends? <laughs> <laughs>